Uh oh, the dish. No, put it back there. Good morning, and God bless you, God bless you, God bless you. Welcome to the Hour of Deliverance. This is Leah. Now, Leah is with me today because she is a treasure, and I want to be able to bring the word. Leah, leave it there. I want to bring the word using Leah as an example. I want you to know she's not just a little girl. No, put it back. She's a treasure. You're a treasure in the heart of God. And I want us to see. Yes, in the heart of God. Can you tell me in the screen? Put that back. No, put that back. I got it. No, that goes there. I want Leah to be an example. Put that there, too. You, people of excellence, you, person of excellence, would you put that back there, please? No, there, where it was. I want us to see, put that back there. I want us to see us in the mind of God. And Leah, I want, no, put that back, put that back too. She is such a treasure and an absolute treasure. That goes there. And I I want her to be the example of us in the family of God. Can you hold this for me? Okay. No, this, the book, the I am book. Now, the print's going to be backwards to you, but this is I am. Huh? Mm-hmm. And it's not about Jesus or God being the I am. It's about Me how... Go. No, here you go. When like God this. tells us things, like this. we do very much like, like Leah does. That's a Bible, and this Bible. is a book. Book. Uh-huh. No, book. Would you hold it for me? Okay. Okay. See, we tell God okay when he asks us things. I dare. I need you to hold it. And God tells us what he would like us to do. And we always have a better idea. That goes there. And we had this going on before coming to you, people of excellence. And I, again, I'm going to keep telling you, Leah, are you a treasure? Yeah. Yeah. She knows she's a treasure, and she is a treasure. And I'm letting you know she's an absolute treasure. In the way, very much in the way that you and I are a treasure to God. And we do exactly what Leah does. We're busy, busy, busy with things. And we're... Put that back on. No, no, no. Put that back on. Thank you. We get very busy with the things that God made available to us when he created. Let it stay on. And give it to me. And I'll put it back there. Because that goes there. And what's going to happen is I'm going to end up putting her down. You want me to put you down? Down here? No. Oh. Then you need to sit still. Huh? Because you're such a treasure. Yes. (laughs) Now, she doesn't know, just like we don't know, that 
We're ministering to generations and peoples. We only know what we're about. Like she only knows what she's about. She sees the pens on the desk and she sees the the markers. And she also knows that she's sitting a little bit too far for what she wants to touch and what she wants to reach. Ah, and now she figured it out. And now she figured it out. Is that a button? Button? You want me to put you down? No. No? Okay. Uh, well, up there. Ooh. <laughs> the way that she is very busy about what she is about, and she's very conscious of what she wants to get done, we're that way with God and with his word. He has given us things, and I'm going to share some things today that God has given us to know, and we're so busy about what we know and what we think and what we see. Yes? Yes? And the same way, when we tap God, she just tapped me uh, to get his attention so that we could get to do what we want to do. God says yes. It's not that he doesn't know. And you, Miss Leah? Uh, hi. Uh, I'm there. Yeah? I'm going to ask you again. Do you want to go down? Huh? Do you want to go down? God asks us to join him. And He gives us instruction. He gives us so much instruction. And we, like Leah, the treasure, we're busy about what we know, the part we know, the part we understand. And when God invites us the way that I've invited Leah to be with us on the broadcast today, so that you, person of excellence, see, I always tell you, you don't see the nose on your face, so that you can see you, before God, because when we're in the presence of God, ah, we're so busy giving him praise, ah, praise you, Lord, hallelujah, ah, Lord God, see, she knows to praise, she knows to praise, hallelujah, hallelujah, we know to giving praise, and we know to lift our hands, and all that is good, and he said to do that. And when we're in his presence and he wants to do something with us, we're busy. We're busy with what we know, with what we want to be about. And I don't know if you can hear, but as she's moving, as she's moving, there's a sound, a sound. And we get distracted by sounds. And yet sounds, God is the one who gave sound. Huh? Yes. And then he gives us Oh, I love you. I love you. I love her. I do. I love her. She is a treasure to me, especially. She ministers life. No. 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 And this we do, too. God tells us no when it's interesting. And then when we do touch it and it feels interesting. And then we have to, we don't listen right away. And we know he's talking to us. No. No, what is this? And especially since that's been there. However, she's not tall enough to know. 
that that's been there. She has seen it from a distance. We've seen many things that God has shown us from a distance. And then when he wants to give us, include us in it and give us revelation in it, then, oh, you do want to go down? If you go here, you go down. Huh? Yeah. Huh? What did you cook? <laughs> and I do want to show you that today I want to deal with Colossians. It's a horrible, horrible scripture. And I want to use it while we have this wonderful, wonderful, wonderful treasure so that you, we, we understand that he's talking to us, the brethren. And I'm he says Daniel. to us, now I wouldn't moved it. Oh, daddy, daddy went to take care of business. Because daddy, he's daddy and he's businessman. Oh, and he daddy. Well, that one we don't use. Huh? She's looking at another phone. And again, this is how we do with God. And... I moved it. You want to go down? No. You want to go down? And that's another thing. God lets us know when we make certain moves that it's going to take us in a certain place or it's going to cause him to take us in a certain place. So she wants to move here and she wants to move there. Alleluia. 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 And I keep letting her know, Alleluia, that to move here and to move there, I'll put you down. And God lets... Oh, you can stand up? You want to stand on my lap? You can. I'll hold you. God lets us know. And then he lets us know. He keeps us safe. Yeah. She's figuring it out. And that's some of what this Galatians is about. That when you bite and devour one another. As a matter of fact, I want to turn to it. And I'm going to do it from here just because of where she is. And I'm going to read you this, the piece of the scripture. But I always like to go back and give you the context of where something is from. And Galatians 5.15 But, so the but and I always tell you, there's really no but in Greek or Hebrew, the way that we use it in English. The translation needs to be that way. It's a however. Like, because of this, this is how this is. If ye bite and devour one another, take heed that ye be not consumed one of another. Now that's Galatians 5.15. And I want us to go back. Ah. I want us to go back and look at the actual verse and what he said before it. So that's 15. I thank God for the eyes of Moses because I'm going to hold this out here. Oh, you want to go down? Remember, God keeps asking us when we start moving into things because of, of what he has provided. You see, he made the heaven and the earth. He made this earth and put us in it. And all of the things that get our attention. And then he gave us his word. He also gave us his word. And much of it is to get our attention. Except that the attention is to move 
in the things that he would have us to move in. Alleluia things. Amen things. Yes? Alleluia, amen? And then, at times, we, the treasure, we know. Alleluia! And we know. Yes, she knows this. And, And we're still distracted by things. By things. By things. And by things that God put there. Her daddy put behind us what she keeps looking at her daddy put it there not just her father businessman wonderful husband and she has a big sister and he's daddy to her too and then there's other sisters that are in heaven ah and I I love that about God that when we show him things that are important to us he sees it and it has his attention too we always have his attention. He loves us like that. And while he's God Almighty, and while he's busy being God, and that's the wrong way to put it. God is not busy. God is. He is. He is God. And people of excellence, I always remind you that people of excellence go through more than the average person goes through. And people of excellence go through at a level that is deeper, higher, more. And yet, even if you know that you're a person of excellence, we're so busy living it. We're so busy being it. Sitting where you're sitting. Occupied with what you're occupied with that we don't always get it, that God's got us. He's got us, he's got us, he's got us. And he won't fail us. And he won't let us fail us. Except that we get too fidgety. Doesn't mean that we're not the treasure. Doesn't mean that we're not the excellent. And then, this one, I won't give you an example of this, but this one, With her big sister? Oh my goodness. She can be very angry and upset when things don't go the way that she thinks. Just like us. You're done? You're done? Oh, you're done? Oh, you want to go down? She wants to leave us. And treasure that you are? That's how you do God sometimes. And just like this, I don't know if you can hear her, but she said, I'll sit there. She wants to come back up. She's okay. She, she's okay. You, she wants to come back up because now that she's down, and this is how we do the treasure that we are before God, we get what, he, what we asked for and realize not only is it not exactly what we wanted, but we don't know what to do. We don't know what to do. And now, Mommy can come get her because she went somewhere else, and that's what we do. And <laughs> and she's with someone who she loves, who she enjoys. You went back up here, yes? <laughs> treasure, treasure, treasure that she is. And 
she's not just a busy child. Oh, no, no, no. She's a treasure. She was a treasure before she was born. She was a treasure being carried in the womb. She was a treasure being born. And she's been a treasure her entire life. You, people of excellence, I want you to know that you're all that. You're all that. However, we, and I keep saying you as if I'm not part of that too, we are like that. We're busy, busy. And God anointed and appointed us for the things that we're busy with. The pencils that she wanted to see. Her daddy put them there. And they have purpose. And at the right time, she's to use them. And also, one of them is a marker. At the right time, she'll learn how to draw with it. But in the timing of what mommy and daddy provided. And in the timing, that's something that they'll get to know, that he put in her. Because remember, I'm always letting you know, people of excellence, you're the example. You think out of the box, as the expression goes, you think higher and more and quicker than others. You think deeper and broader. And you also are the ones who can do this. That scripture that I I brought us to, I wanted us there to see it as a treasure because God is talking to us, the body of Christ. He's not only talking to the people of excellence here. Galatians 5.15 But if ye bite and devour one another, take heed that ye be not consumed one of another. And one of the things that I love about Leah She's consumed with what she is about at the moment. And that is the way that we are. Also, most of the time, that's the way that we are to be. Because it takes all of that for us to do the thing that we're called, anointed, appointed, and equipped for. And then, if you remember Elijah, after he did the thing that the 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 demonstration on the mountain with the prophets of Baal. He had to he he had to go rest. And most of us don't recognize unless we're so worn out that we need to rest. And then most of us, and I'm talking about us, people of God, leaders of God, most of us, when we rest, we wouldn't do it the way God gave Elijah to do it. He woke up. He had the ravens feeding. Now that's a miracle I'm not going to get into today. Ravens are carnivorous. You know, they don't bring you food. They'll take food out your mouth. God is showing us a principle that, yeah, when you recognize you need to rest, yeah, go ahead and rest. But what we usually don't recognize is when we've done these wonderful exploits for God. It takes more than a rest. And it takes food. It's not time to fast. God gave fasting. I call Isaiah 58 the fasting chapter. Most of us like to take it from Daniel. There's some promises about fasting in the Isaiah 58. And... Uh, God wants us to know those promises. He 
He wants us to be about that. So on this Galatians thing, people of excellence, just for we, through the Spirit, wait for the hope of righteousness by faith. My phone locked in there. Stand fast. The chapter starts out. Therefore, which means what he said before there, applies to this, that you're you're not going to get here without having gone there. That's what it's there for. And he says, he tells us to stand in the liberty wherewith Christ made us free. Not where we made us free. Not where something else made us free. Because a lot of us have freedoms from things that are other than Christ. And be not entangled again. And that word entangled is specific. With the yoke of bondage. Most of us, he's talking to brethren. He's talking to people who know Jesus Christ. He's talking to, I almost want to go back to the first, <laughs> the, the first chapter of Genesis to, to show you who he's talking to. This isn't to non-believers. And yet some of this that he's saying here, it's as if it's novices. It's not. It is not. Behold, I, Paul, say unto you that if ye be circumcised, Christ shall profit you nothing. He's dealing with the whole idea of we have to, for the for the Hebrews, we have to do it the way God said it, because that's what we do. We want to go back to what God said, what God said, what God said, when we don't even understand what he said in the first place. And he's going to explain here, if you go through the rest of the chapter on your own, that circumcision was given for the purpose that it was given for. It wasn't given for you to make it a, an ordinance and a law, that you die on, a sword that you fall on. I know people automatically say that the law is death. The scripture tells us that the law will work death because it'll put you in the place of condemnation, you in the place of, you can't fulfill that thing. When you think you're completing it, you're leaving out something else. And... For I testify again, in verse 3, to every man that is circumcised, that he is a debtor, and I want to read this carefully, that he is a debtor to do the whole law. You see, God didn't say, uh, it, the law is not a box of chocolates. As a matter of fact, nothing about the word of God is a box of chocolates. Whether you like the law, whether you are not Hebrew, and therefore not obligated to the law. I'm always letting you know that God is God of covenant, and he ratifies a covenant, and he keeps covenant. And that law there, that has to do with that Levitical covenant. But there's law of God. Most of us can understand that from the things that we call laws of nature when we understand that God made everything and, and there's certain laws that everything works by 
And that's that's even for us to say everything. We don't even know what everything is. But for the things that we do and the masses amount of things that we do understand and see the, that laws govern these things. That's God's law. That's God's law. It was snowing when I came on the way. And the scripture tells us things that are God's law concerning snow. That he knows how every piece of it is different from any other piece of it. (coughs) Or whole of it. So to this he says, If you're if you're obligated to the Levitical law, some aspect, circumcision, an important aspect. It's so important that when God gave Moses the revelation, the burning bush experience, go back and read. And he gave him what to do and where to go. And if you remember Abram, That's something God does. He gives you what to do and where to go. And we have to do it his way. Part of why I love Leah being here because there's a way and there's so many things concerning the way. And I loved her sitting here, the treasure. And also she's beautiful. I mean, she's just beautiful. And we're beautiful to God. And the treasure that she is, we're that to God. And he gives us, like he did with Moses, a way and what to do. The thing of it is, when we do it differently, then we have something different. And he loves us so much, he'll still adjust. And I'm I'm bringing in people of God so that when we read this Galatians... This if ye bite and devour one another, down in 15. I want you to see that he's been talking to us all along. Not to people who commit trespass against God and are not his people, not his called. I want you to see how that we, his treasure, we make a difference being his treasure. We're beautiful to him because we are. He made us that way. And at the same time, we can come up with things. Right now, Leah, she's being quiet. And that's probably because mommy and daddy have her somewhere where where it's quiet for her. When she opposes something, she makes it known. And many of us are like that. And... I don't want to be distracted by testimony, but I'm like that. And I remember a time when I I asked God, does it always have to be a fight? Does everything always have to be a fight? And you're the Prince of Peace, you know, being logical with God. Now, how silly is that? I didn't recognize, like Leah, she doesn't recognize that. Uh, oh, you're busy with this and you're busy with that. I recognized that I was always fighting things and always having to stand for things that were incorrect or wrong. And 
So I'm going, I'm asking God, you're the Prince of Peace. Can I live in peace? And I didn't realize it at the time. I mean, he did tell me yes. And then a set of circumstances happened that circumstance is that's the way it is with people of excellence and that's the way it is with anybody just living life it's not one thing at a time life is several things god gave us to understand that we see we smell we hear we taste we touch all at the same time in one body and they're not done the same way We need to understand, and we ought to understand, God has ordained things in a way that that's how they are, and they work according to his law, not necessarily the Levitical law. So, let's go here. In 5.4, Christ has become of no effect unto you, Whosoever of you are justified by the law, you are fallen from grace. See, God provided law, and we want to just stay there until it makes us uncomfortable, until it makes it so that we can't do all the different things like precious treasure, Leah. Then we want to go somewhere else and do something else. We try this and we try that. And we pick up this and we pick up that. And we know that that's there and it's for us. And we can't get it done the way we want to get it done. And we can't use it the way we want to use it. We've gone through that with not just the most recent pandemic. But if we would look back at other pandemics. Or look back in the scripture and see that we decide things. Same kinds of things. We don't recognize that they're silly and foolish at the time. We don't recognize that we're in contention at the time. One thing about pandemics is they're about living things. And living things have a process. That is the law of God about living things. And we want it to just stop. Sometimes the process needs to happen so that the stop happens. But we, like Leah, being a treasure and busy about this and busy about that, we don't get it. Well, Christ has become of no effect unto you. Whosoever of you are justified by the law. You are fallen from grace. I was letting Leah know the more she wanted to reach here. I can reach here. I'm bigger than she is. But her reaching here, she would fall. She would fall from her place of safety. Precious treasure that she is. Welcome to this broadcast every time. Every single time. Because she's always an example treasure that we are to God and also how we as treasure can be and it doesn't stop us from being a treasure 
She wasn't a treasure when she's touching this and touching that. She was not a treasure. She's a treasure. You're a treasure. You are a treasure to God. And also, as part of the people of God, you're part of a larger treasure. Her big sister understands. She's getting to understand that she's not the treasure all by herself. I remember one of my daughters when they were tiny, they knew that she knew she was a treasure. Ah, knew she was a treasure. And she knew she was a treasure to her daddy. And when she understood that I was a treasure to her daddy, she didn't want that. She didn't want to share her daddy. That didn't stop her from being a treasure to him, or to me for that matter. She's a treasure to me to this day. We are God's treasure. The same way treasure she started out a treasure she is a treasure well in verse 5 Galatians 5 5 for we through the spirit wait for the hope of righteousness by faith I like to remind us God reminds me so I like to remind us that there's a difference between right and righteousness. There doesn't have to be. But you can be right about something and not moving in righteousness. For we, through the Spirit, wait for the hope of righteousness by faith. Notice, not through the flesh, but through the Spirit. This is talking Ruach, the Spirit of God. Through Him, And what are we waiting for? The hope of righteousness. And how? And, and what's the realm that we're in? Faith? Not busy being right. Not busy making a dissertation as to what this is about and what that is about. And that is some of what God gives us to do with some things. However, he's showing us that with this thing about circumcision, no. Because that takes in more than what you're looking at. That takes in more than what you're considering. And so he asks, You did run well. Who did hinder you that you should not obey the truth? Who of us who loves Jesus Christ, who is the truth, purposely is not obeying the truth? Before we get there, I want to remind you of a thing that Jesus said about... We have a song that says something different, and we love the song, and we sing it in, in uh, Christian circles. Not as much in this generation. However, they'll know us by our love. What Jesus said is they'll know his resurrection. They'll know. Yeah, look that one up in, in the Gospels. It's our love that makes the demonstration that Jesus rose from the dead. The love of God. The way Proverbs says, who is it that descended 
Well, actually, I think it starts the other way. Who is it that ascended that also descended? What is his name? What is his son's name? Here again, look it up. In case I didn't quote it exactly right. Because God gave it exactly the way it is. And we want, we want to move in that. You did run well. We know when we're doing it good. And sometimes we don't. Sometimes we're so busy doing it. And when the hindrance comes, is anybody trying not to obey the word of truth? Not to obey the spirit of truth? Not to obey Jesus who is truth? I'm putting it to you that the word tells us what happened. But as it's happening, don't see the nose on our face as it's happening you could see beautiful treasure Leah you could see her but she's busy living her being her she doesn't see what we see and I want you to know even as you see don't go into judgment oh she's too active or oh she's this Oh, she's beautiful. Oh, she's a treasure. Oh, she's growing in the things that she's equipped for, in the things that she's anointed for. Oh. Oh. Now watch this in verse 6, Galatians 5, 6. For in Jesus Christ, neither circumcision availeth anything, nor uncircumcision, but faith, which works by love. Oh. Oh. But I thought faith was a lot of doing. Doing, doing, doing. Have you noticed that when you love someone, you do things? You do for them. You don't just sit there with a feeling. Love is more than a feeling. And faith, faith is more than a feeling. Oh yeah. And what makes what makes faith work? Love. So many times we think, we the people of God, we think we're doing something in faith. The way Leah, beautiful treasure that she is, was busy, busy, busy. Huh. What faith works by? is love, not being right, not being right about the circumstances, not being right about what I think about it, not being right about the politics of it, or the not politics of it. No. Faith works by love. Faith works by love. Faith is there when there isn't love. And Scriptures let us know some things about that. One of the things is it'll make it so that you get some things done, yes you do, and lose you. The way he says here earlier about you did run well, and now you fell. What caused you to fall? 
faith without love? And I know some people say, how can you do that? How can you do that? You really can't. It just looks like it. You're moving in power. The power of things that people who move in faith do it this way. And so you copy the how. She copied how you pull the marker out from the pen. She had the power to do it. Maybe a few months ago she didn't have the power. Faith doesn't just move by power. And people of God have learned to emulate. And again, it's not that we shouldn't emulate God Jesus said the works that I do shall you do also he wants us to do what we have seen him do so it's not that copying is a bad thing but we want to copy him and I'm hearing copy that Jesus Christ, and I do want to remind you here, I, 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 when it says Jesus Christ, Jesus, fully God, fully man who walked the earth, born of a virgin, died on the cross for our sins, went down into hell, raised from the dead, oh, and when he went into the hell, he got some things done. He took the keys of death and hell and rose answering the question in in uh, Proverbs who is it that ascended that also descended oh he rose yeah sprinkled his blood on the altar in heaven so that the atonement would be real and forever actually forever is a time eternal eternal and eternal the way we think of it don't mean to not obey the truth when we are turned aside most of the time we don't even notice that we're turned aside however this persuasion comes not of him that called you when you're turned it's not because the one who called you is confusing you And then he lets us know this thing here. This, by the way, I think it's in Ecclesiastes where it came from. A little leaven leaveneth the whole lump. For those of you who don't know what leaven is, the yeast that you use to rise, cause the bread dough to rise or the pretzel dough to rise. I was doing pretzels yesterday. A little bit. It'll cause everything to rise. I have confidence in you. Not for me. I have confidence in you through the Lord that you will be none otherwise minded, that He will keep your Scripture says it hearts and mind. 
But he that troubleth you shall bear his judgment, whosoever he be. Whether it's a leader, whether it's a believer or non-believer. I know I have someone in my life who has trouble with letting people be who they are. Letting them. It's okay to be the whosoever that comes to God and the whosoever that believes on him. But they have trouble with the whosoever that you don't. You let them be the whosoever going the wrong way and trying to help you go the wrong way. Trying to put a spoke in your wheel. Put a foot out for you to trip on. Here's what God says about it. Don't you be otherwise minded. And the one who's troubling you will bear his judgment whosoever he be. We have many things to deal with, many people to deal with, many kinds of people. And I'm not talking uh, uh, the prejudices that we have in the earth, although that imp- it's applied to that too. We have the kinds of people that people that God has put in the earth and the levels the kings the priests and now we're a royal priesthood we have all of that to deal with so the whosoever oh it applies to the the righteous as well as the unrighteous and if you remember Ezekiel and any and many of the other prophets the unrighteous have warnings so as not to move into unrighteousness. However, everybody doesn't hear and everybody doesn't listen. Some didn't get to hear not because some of us sent, wanted to keep it quiet, didn't want to be the one making trouble, didn't want to be the one talking so loud, didn't want to be the one that didn't want to be mistaken. Don't want you to be mistaken. I'm not accusing you. I just, I'm telling you. And so many of us keep quiet because we don't want that. And then the righteous one didn't get to hear because you didn't tell. And in Ezekiel, I'll remind you, God reminded me, God called me out of Ezekiel. You tell them whether they hear or whether they forbear. You tell them whether they like it, whether they don't like it. You tell them whether they want to hear it, whether they don't want to hear it. And and also, if you read Ezekiel before that, he said, I sent you to a rebellious people. So, don't you get all upset. You keep in faith. Don't you get all upset that they don't even want to hear you. Leah, treasure that she is. She didn't want to hear me then. Put that back. No, she's interested in the that, and that's what we do. We get interested in the that, and we get to think we're so right about that. I want to remind you that it always takes hearing God to know what the that is. Most of you know the scripture from Acts two. 
<clears throat> where Peter preached, this is that. Most of us don't even recognize that very thing in the scripture, a remote context to get. You read, he said, was spoken by the prophet Joel. He told us where to go get it from. You go back and read the prophecy and you don't know where the this begins and where the that ends. He said more. He said a lot more. And Peter spoke by the Spirit of God. This is that. I want you to understand so that we move by faith in love and don't include more than what should be included or exclude more or less than what should be. 11. And I, brethren, if I preach circumcision, why do I yet suffer persecution? Then is the offense of the cross ceased. Some of us can't handle that, that the cross is an offense. We're mad when other people are offended by the cross. Well, that's what it's supposed to be. Because that shows the judgment of God. Not our judgment. Watch. Many of us, oh, we like the scripture, but then to actually live this? Twelve, I would that they were even cut off, which trouble you. Cut off? Cut off? For brethren, Ye have not been called, you, pardon me, for brethren, ye have been called unto liberty. Only use not liberty for an occasion of the flesh. Remember, faith works by love. Remember that? Set your affections, that's more than emotions. Set your affections, Colossians 3, on things above, not on things in the earth. So, in the middle of the verse, I'm sorry, I stopped. In the middle of the verse, uh, 5.13. For brethren, ye have been called unto liberty. Only use not liberty for an occasion to the flesh. But by love, serve one another. Not war one another. Serve one another. For the law is fulfilled in one word. Even in this that thou shalt love thy neighbor as thyself. When you're fussing at somebody that disagrees with you, are you moving in love? And I'm not talking about, I love Marilyn Hickey, for those of you who remember who she is. I'm not talking about sloppy agape. Everything is in an argument. God doesn't blame. God doesn't shame. God will bring you into wisdom. Bring us into wisdom. And he'll bring my rightness into wisdom with your rightness and he'll bring us to righteousness. Not just your right. If you have a puzzle, every puzzle piece is right. But it doesn't make the whole picture Here we go. 
love your neighbor as yourself. Now remember, little Leah sitting here, moving forward, moving forward after things. Even when I said, let that there, let that, that goes there. And I don't want her to fall the way this scripture says here. Here's where the falling goes. If it's not in love. If we're not loving our neighbor, when we think they're wrong as two left shoes. Love will show you what to do. Love will give you understanding and wisdom. Not Love isn't just being quiet. Love will bring righteousness. Love will move in wisdom. Love will move in faith. Remember Jeremiah? To know and understand God? That what he wants us to understand is that he, he exercises, so should we. Loving kindness, then judgment. And he didn't say then in the scripture, he gives it in order. Loving kindness, judgment, righteousness. Yeah. We start with judgment and then we fall into this instead of love. Verse 15, but, not necessarily when, but, however, however, if it happened this way, if you fell this way, or if you think they fell this way. If you fight and devour one another. Now just that right there. I, I, I'm ready for him to say something like what he had said before. How to be protected and how, to, uh, uh, how not to go there. How not to be that. Uh, bite? This is the brethren. I don't want to bite you. I certainly hope you don't want to bite me. And I don't want to devour you. Oh, Lord God, you don't want to devour me. And we do that. We wish someone would disappear, wish they'd go away, wish they This is hard for me to say because we raised our children not to say such a thing so that it's almost like cursing, because it is. But we wish they'd shut up. We don't recognize the cursing that that is. But if ye bite and devour one another, he says, he's talking to the, his people, us. We're, we who are supposed to love one another. This is a, He is not talking to the heathen. If the heathen is cruel. The heathen, yeah, they devour. They're cruel. They, 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 they. Whenever we're saying they, 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 look at me, 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 me. Look at ourselves. If ye bite, not if they bite, the one who fell, the one who's turned aside that he was speaking of earlier. No. If ye bite and devour, and devour, oh, Lord, bite is more than enough, too much already? And devour? One another? <gasps> he said, take heed that ye be not consumed 
one of another. And I'm going to leave you with this. This I say then, walk. Walk. There's war in the spirit. There's running in the spirit. Oh, yeah. Here, he he says walk. This takes a walk. In the spirit. Not in the anger. Not in the issue. I always remind you with Genesis 1, God is creating, when, and I, I use it in the context of, of the names of God. But watch this. In the beginning, God created, and then he interrupts himself to introduce Ruach Elohim, Spirit of God. And I always remind you that he hovered. Go back and read it. He hovered over the face of the waters. He wasn't down all in and and all involved as God created. God said God did all of that 34 more times. God is creating. The creator is doing. And the Holy Ghost, the whole, pardon me, the Holy Spirit, Spirit of God hovers over. Walk in the Spirit. He hovers over. He doesn't have to get all down in because he's going to bring you up. Walk in the Spirit and ye shall not fulfill the lust of the flesh. That's the word of God. That's the word of truth. That is what you are ordained to. What I am ordained to. This I say then, walk in the Spirit, walk in the Spirit, and ye shall not fulfill the lust of the flesh.